For generations, the Thorns have been a family of tremendous wealth, position, and power. Robert and Kathy had a perfect marriage and a beautiful child. Then something terrible happened. And then it happened again. And they knew it was an omen. Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, The Omen, Rated R. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. Hey there, Mr. Wilson. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Oh yeah. I'm Scott. That's Joey. This that's, is so. That's all you really need to know. This is so weird. What? So, I drag your. Hold on. Let me drag me into. I drag your Skype video in mm-hmm. and it's invisible like you see the arrow moving but there is no you oh yeah that so sounds right i so i have to move i hate this i <laughs> uh i have to move the old uh video uh the way we used to do it oh that's oh. Way, that's that's way too big the new uh, the new way was so much better i don't know if you noticed i uh I uh, redecorated my office. I saw. Uh, who did you get? Satan. <laughs> They're not so, too small. So, so this uh, we're we're reviewing movies uh, throughout the years, uh, and we're on seventy six right now, nineteen seventy six. And right. uh, I challenged Joey to The Omen, which I'd never actually watched from beginning to end. You know, but as a kid, I never watched it, and then you grow up and you already heard about it enough where you know the movie. I never got around to it, so this was a nice uh, refresher for me. Um, unfortunately, it's just another stupid uh, witch cult con. <laughs> yes, and uh, and not even a, not even there's there, and eh, there's, there's problems all over the place with this film. I don't understand them. What? It's just screwing everything up. Like when I, when I drag when I drag your video in, it the taskbar shows up. I don't want the ta- uh, This sounds like an omen. <laughs> Fine. It it it. it I my hand has been forced. What? What are we doing? 
I'm dragging it. I'm hiding the taskbar on purpose okay. so that when I drag in your video, there's no stupid fucking taskbar. I, uh, I, 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 oh, I hate it. Anyway. Are you done? Are, are, are we good? Yeah, we're yeah, fine. Joey's had a long day. I've had a long day. Um, this is this is acceptable. Yeah, so 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 this is a film that's that's been crit that's been it's critically you know, acclaimed, gone over, gone over by critics and and uh, reviewers, etc. It has been books written on it. Uh, it's based on a novel. <clears throat> I mean, ever since uh, really, I would say The Exorcist in 1972, I believe. Um, yeah. Movies like this were completely. Uh, they were completely in the the public eye. Oh, right, right Hollywood was yeah. all over it. I mean, Exorcist was such a huge film, uh, and in my opinion, I don't think there's a better film than I, The Exorcist I, I, when I'm, it comes to way, stuff like in this genre. Anyway, I just want to correct myself now before we get any further. I'm pretty sure I just said that it was it's based on a novel. That's not true. No. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> not true at all. I said it, and I'm like, "What am I talking about? Where did that come from?" I, I nah, it's a. Uh, I believe you. Nah, uh, I bought it. Richard Donner, Richard Donner directed. Yeah, who just recently died, by the way. So it's kind of uh, that was it an omen to, <laughs> for us to review this. He died yeah, before. I mean, now, he see, died before we uh, went before you. Uh, well, he died after you challenged it to me. Right now, yeah. this is getting kind of creepy now because didn't we have a, a similar synchronicity With a couple of episodes ago? Bill Cosby being released from prison, yes. Yes, so I, I feel like I feel like we're 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 maybe we're just like connecting into some kind of universal matrix by by tackling these films in such a specific order. It's possible. It's uh, possible. This this shit always happens in threes. This is two in a row. So don't, don't say that. Well, I'm just saying my challenge to you, in theory, should have some sort of synchronicity uh, soon. Who are we killing this week? <laughs> we didn't kill Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Well. <laughs> um, I will say that our, our YouTube stream is working without me having to do anything. Yay. Nice. Yay. Like, it, as it should Although OBS Studio, which is what we use to stream all this stuff, has had an update for a long time, and I've just avoided it because every time I'm ready to start the show, it wants me to update it, and I just say no because I know it's going to take forever. <laughs> so, I mean, the stream streaming issues could be just from that anyway. But anyhow, we're reviewing anyhow. The Omen. In yeah, 1976, no. the year of right. my birth, I was born so June... 16, 1976, so there's a six, three sixes in there. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, now. Um, uh, another, going with the show. Um, now, so so anybody listening who uh, is, you know, younger than us uh, might not have never seen the film just Probably because not. it doesn't get a lot of play these days. They made a uh, remake in 2005, six, something like so that? I, yeah, I did notice that because I kept finding... Um, 
uh, I was doing some image searches uh, for a good shot of um, the nanny, and I, I kept coming up with the newer one instead of the older one. Right. So that kept coming up. Well, I came across, I always try and throw the trailer, and what I do now is I'll do like a 15 or 30 second TV spot. That way our opening isn't, you know, 11 minutes long. Five minutes, yeah. Yeah, so our openings to the show are under three minutes. Um, so, right. and I found a 30 second TV spot, and about. I'd say about 10 seconds in, I'm like, wait, this is not the movie. <laughs> the The similarity, even in the trailer, is very similar. Like, there's a lot of scenes that they just redid. Now, I, I will say, the one reason, the one, the one praise I will sing of this film is the cinematography. Yes. The direction. Did it get nominated uh, for anything? Uh, I didn't look. I'll look. Um... Oh yeah, it did. It did. I, I know because I have it in my list. But it I don't won know. an Oscar. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Probably for Very cinematography. Rare for films. Oh, it won for best music and original score. Jerry Goldsmith. I mean, the music in this was—you could tell that it was above average. Sorry. Um. But I mean, and I know we haven't even like started the film yet so right. let's let's do that and then i'll praise the cinematography later um i'll start it off just saying for anybody who's not familiar with it it's uh, gregory peck and uh, what's her name lee remick lee remick uh they they have a child uh on what was the exact date i think it was june 6th yeah june 6th at 6 a.m uh but the kid dies uh, in childbirth and so the priest's like hey we got another kid here just laying around you should take them. I know, easy swappy. No one will know the difference. And and Gregory Peck, being a smart adult, said, "Yes, let's do exactly that." Yeah. Without checking anything, because no. he's already a rich guy. He's an ambassador. Later. He's an ambassador. Yeah. yeah, because an ambassador, they moved to England. England. Uh, no. The opening doesn't the opening of the film say Rome? Well, that's the opening, but then later. Then yeah, oh no, yeah, you're right. They do move to England. Right. So, um, so basically, the, the the baby that was swatched at birth, shock of shocks, uh, the the Satanists were behind it. They've got a plan. They've got a plan. They got a long con. They're going to play. They're going to yeah. play this long con for oh twenty thirty years. They're sure it's going to pan out. And it starts with getting this kid, who's apparently not a child, but uh, born of a jackal. I don't know how that works. Uh, the son of son of the devil. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I guess the devil uh, had intercourse with a jackal. Yeah, devil which, made him do it. That, which, you know, that, that yeah, okay, I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so the I'll whole it. then the whole point is like, as the, as the kid grows older, evil things start happening around him. You know, nannies start killing themselves. It's all for you. Yeah. <laughs> then hangs herself. And what I love is that the dog tells her to do it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw the dog, that. Nobody noticed at the kid's birthday party. <laughs> that the hounds of hell. Come on. Yeah, they're the hell hounds. Uh, so everything they, they get a little bit. They get into historical, uh, actual like theological history, uh, um, and the parts that make you feel like the film makes sense. Right. Uh, and it helps that Gregory Peck and uh, David Warner are both great actors. Uh, yes, Espec you know specifically David Warner. I love him. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I could watch Time Bandits over and over and over. All right. 
of out of all the films he's made. I love that one the most. I know, but still. It's not I bad. love that one the most. Now, David, in the film, David Warner is a photographer who re- starts seeing that uh, images. What do you want uh, me to go, Tron? I won't go Tron. No, definitely not Tron. No, I'm trying to get away from genre stuff. I, I have nothing to offer because my first thing when I think of him is either uh, um, is either Wicker Man or Waxwork. So, Wicker I, Man I ha- has forever been ruined for me because of you. Why? <laughs> you gave me that book to read. You're like, Joey, you've never seen The Wicker Man? I go, no, Scott, I've never seen The Rick- oh, Wicker Man. Yeah. And then you gave me, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, Cult Films, volume, one of the volumes of Cult Films. No, I thought it was a review. What was the other one? The, um, there's a real thick book, and it has like yeah. little reviews, like it's, synopses. It's, it's Cult Films. Oh, was it? We were like, Carter, here, yeah. uh, take this, you know, read the synopsis for it, and they give away the ending. And I'm like, Scott, I've never seen the movie, and now it's ruined forever. <laughs> I still, to this day, have never seen the original Wicker Man. Yeah, I, 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 I never bother. You know what? I, I it's, it's very long and plotting. I, I wouldn't push it on you. <laughs> it's a slow burn, as they like to say in the oh, biz. Slow burn. Yeah, um, well, the Omen, the Omen doesn't mess, mess, uh, mess around too much after the... Uh, they do a little uh, um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid... Um, montage to yeah. show him growing up oh my god when they're at that little that waterfall and they're like oh, damien damien and then they find him he's okay and then the looks on their faces it I, it it just sound it looked like they should have I, had I, comedy music in the background it's like oh that damien that, i don't know what that scene was supposed to um um project or, or, or uh, yeah, or entail. Yeah, trying, I I don't know. To do. I don't know what they were trying to do either. Maybe they, I don't know, to the viewer. Maybe to show they really love the kid. Maybe. But that montage did that. They're all smiling and happy and shit. Well, right after that scene, yeah, it goes into montage yeah. mode. Of basically, uh, yeah, so it I, showed them going through the years of of raising this kid. I think it's five years. So yeah. Because everything, all these prophecies, you know, five years ago, five years ago, this church burned down five years ago. This happened five years ago. The prophecy five years ago. Right. And it's but like, oh, my God, my this child is exactly five years old. Yeah, but none of these prophecies <laughs> say that this guy is going gonna, is gonna to be best friends with a future president, with a yeah. president. <laughs> and that's how he's going to, like, they, like, it's like, like, they didn't, it, it, again, it's another satanic cult con where they, it's, it's like supposed to be, uh. Uh, Ocean's Eleven. Right. Uh, Satan Seven? I guess that works. <laughs> the Satan Five. Yeah, and, and, and then so after the nanny kills herself, uh, um, and he, here's the sad part, I just now made the connection that the reason the nanny killed herself was so that they could sneak in their own nanny. Uh, correct. For some reason during the film, all I thought was like, I guess she just wanted him to be happy. It's all for you. It's, yeah. Hey, the, the new nanny shows up. I didn't think anything of it. It's like, oh, well, here's a new nanny. And you know yeah, what? When the new evil. nanny shows up, she is an, an ass and a problem right from the get-go. Yeah. How yeah. do you not send this person back to the quote-unquote agency? It's like, yeah, I don't need this. you in my house watching my kid. Sorry. Every yeah. step of the way. She's like defiant. She is telling them uh, what to do. 
Oh, uh, Damien doesn't belong in church. Don't you think he's a little young? No, have him ready. And it just like that scene goes on for about 30 seconds uh, or a little longer. And it's just by the end of it, it's like, have my child ready in five minutes. We're going to church to have this, uh, to go to this wedding. Ah, they foiled our plans. (laughs) And of course, the kid freaks the fuck out the second they get to the church. I, I can un- and I can understand Gregory Peck not firing her because he's already proven that he's not good with decisions. No, he's terrible. He really just doesn't know when to decide things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So David Warner, who's been taking pictures all over the place, he, he suddenly discovers that he's taking uh, psychic imagery or whatever, and and that these pictures he's taking to people are foretelling their deaths. Yes. Don't know why. Just happened to happen to him. It's not you know just oh look at this look at what I can do. <laughs> And, and and I don't mind it. You know, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'll look the other way for that. I'll suspend disbelief for that because it gets David Warner more in the film, and I'm happy with that. <laughs> but then they, they be, then they become the Hardy Boys and try to track down what's he's, going on with all is this Is he still craziness. alive? What? Is Dave Warner still alive? I do not know. I'm going to look it up real quick. I hope he is. In the film, he's still alive, but that's not going to last long. No. No. Well, and they first re- they, they only not. first get together when the uh, the uh, I, I like the fact they skim over that the priest the priest is like a um, well I mean not drug addict but he the entire time we've been seeing him he's been bombed out of his mind on morphine too right and they kind of skim over that at the end it's like I would I would have liked to known that at the beginning can we make the whole first act of film with just this crazy preacher trying to convince this rich guy that his son's the antichrist right I uh, mean let's make this a TV series. Yeah, David Warner is still alive, and he will be 80 this month. And they're, uh, I can't remember his name, uh, Tiki Watiki or whatever, that guy. Um, what? What the hell is his name? The guy that directed Thor Ragnarok, he did uh, Jojo Rabbit, that. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. His last name, It's a, he's from New Zealand, but he's got... He's got a weird name. We both we will we know what you're talking about. What, yeah. What's he doing? Uh, he is developing Time Bandits, the TV show. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, 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 you know what? If it was a movie, I'd be concerned. Doing a TV show, good for them. Yes, I. I I'm, well, I'm assuming it's gonna be, not gonna be on regular TV. I'm assuming we're talking like a cable. No, I. Yeah, it's going to be. I believe it's for HBO. I, yeah, then, I, then I'm okay. I think. I mean, no it's one. It's it's an it's a cable show of some kind. It's not going right, to be on broadcast TV. That that's all I cared about. Yes. So, I can't wait. Okay. Um. I'm yeah, gonna, but uh, I'm gonna the, look that David up Warner too. and Gregory Peck don't get together until uh, that the crazy priest, uh, the morphine cancer ridden priest, who's been <laughs> chasing Gregory Peck all around town, uh, gets chased down by a storm and then and then uh, impaled, impaled by the. The church. By the uh, lightning, lightning, uh, lightning rod, rod on the church. Right now, here's where I here's where I start being angry with the film. <laughs> it took that long. What? It took that long. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was this was when I started I, I, again. But you know what was swaying me is the cinematography. What I love about Richard Donner's uh, direction in this film is if you pay attention, he hardly ever puts the the focus of the scene in the center screen. They're almost always off to the side with something else in the foreground or background. Yeah. Important or not. Uh, I mean, you go back and you watch with that in mind, you'll notice he, he almost never directly 
confronts, you know, dead center, uh, the focus of the, of the shot. No, it, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, and, and it gives it. And so it's, it's, it's kind of static, but at the same time, it really gives a lot of scope. And it, it's, I, I, I wouldn't say it's similar to, um, um, Stanley Kubrick. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't say it's similar to his, but it's it's that same kind of like uh, okay spatial style where everything's going to be this way, and it's and, and but and it always works to the benefit of the scene. I think almost always. Yeah. No, I agree. I absolutely yeah, so, agree. So that's why it took me up until the priest being uh, uh, killed by the weather, where I started getting annoyed because okay. I'm 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 okay with the dog talking. To, to, I'm actually not I'm not okay to, with the dog talking to the nanny. That was the first problem. But then this. So what happens now is we have a we have like the Satanists. Uh, they have their own agenda. They have their plan. They have their uh, Satan's eleven. But Satan himself apparently is joining in. Mm-hmm. Like, He's helping like making things happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'll, oh. I'm just gonna make that thing happen with the truck. I'm just gonna. Oh, look at that. Now. Most of the, half of the kills are done by people, but the other half are, are done by Satan. And sure, it, it make, makes me have to ask: At what point does God get involved? God doesn't care. I well, I mean, we we know, we know. I'm talking in the film, <laughs> the film's logic. You know, I like it, it's 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 that's it's the supernatural aspect of the movie that really bothers me because it doesn't belong it's not a supernatural film or i mean or it shouldn't be a supernatural film it'd still be stupid and i'd hit it more if it wasn't supernatural right. so maybe i should strike that and reverse it strike that reverse it yeah so i don't know what i'm talking about i'm just rambling it's okay uh so uh, oh taika oh. waititi but yeah I, I i can never pronounce it either i can't either but very quickly, he's got some pretty interesting stuff under his belt coming. He's got Thor, Love, and Thunder. He's going to write and direct a Star Wars film. And he might actually do do it justice. He's doing uh, Time Bandit's TV show. Do what justice? It's Star Wars. Yeah. It's Disney's newest whore. There's no justice to be done. I, I think he's a very good writer and director. Oh no, I'm 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 not saying he's going to do a shit film. I'm just saying who yeah. cares. Um, <laughs> he is uh, doing the Time Bandits TV series. Right. He's doing the pilot. He he's writing and directing the pilot, and he might obviously do a few other episodes. But he is the main force behind it being done. Mm -hmm. He is also doing a Reservoir Dogs TV show. Uh, so I don't know how that's going to work, if it's going to be a whole slew of different actors or they're going to have, like, Mr. Pink, Mr. Brown, like, they're going to do all that again. I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, He's also writing some episodes for uh, a, a new Flash Gordon movie. So I guess they're rebooting Flash Gordon from 1980. Oh, that could go, go anyway. Remember, remember the TV show they, they did where it was an alternate dimension? Uh, yes. Oh God! Oh God! Oh, you you totally missed your market there, sir. No this, one that remembers Flash Gordon remembers it seriously. This is all years and years away, except yeah. for um, Time Bandits. It says it's been announced, but the Reservoir Dog stuff is in mm -hmm. post production and it's supposed to be out this year. I just got a bad feeling that this whole this 
whatever it is, it, it'll it'll feel like okay, we could have done it without calling it Reservoir Dogs, and we would have been fine. But we we have a we have a marketable uh, property right. that we can stick here. I got I got as I guess I don't know. And then, nothing uh, against the movie or Tarantino or anything. I just and I'm not saying it's so great that it can't be reproduced. I'm just I just oh, I don't sure. Know. And then uh, the Thor Love and Thunder film is apparently finished. It's in post production as well. That's oh. coming out next year. Yeah, I I, I, I'm, I think I'm caught up on all the Marvel films except for uh, Black Widow. I have not seen that yet. I watched it. It was good. So, so I mean, fucking, fucking Satanists, you know? What, 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 what's the deal? Oh, but I, now, um, so later in the film, uh, uh, Mr. Psychic, uh, Psychic Photos takes mm-hmm. pictures of himself with his, with like a black, strike across his neck guess what's coming up guess what's and coming that comes up to the famous decapitation sequence which was uh, I, just in the slide a minute ago <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> I, I oh no i i, I free framed that for some really nice shots isn't that your wallpaper it. or your uh your 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 new background on facebook yeah <laughs> you know i had i had the little girl shot in the chest from um from, assault um, on uh, piecing 13 yeah, I had that as my icon for like two weeks. I kept waiting for Facebook to take me down for something no. like that. It's like no, it's like, oh, I guess everybody that that's uh, that's um, accessible to my feed has a sense of humor. Yeah, no, you yeah, probably. I'm sorry, or has a sense of perspective. If that, you uh, put that up with some sort of politics involved, it would have got taken down immediately. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, so he, now, last week I mentioned, or last episode I mentioned that uh, one of my favorite things about the Omen is a review written about it by Harlan Ellison. Yes, you had mentioned that he was not yeah. uh, he was not kind. <laughs> well, he, and, and I have the same problem with Harlan Ellison with with this film as I did with his problem with um, um, Boyna's dog. Right. So, so his problem with this film is that, here, here's a quote. This film, The Omen, is a textbook example of what we mean when we speak of gratuitous violence. That is, violence escalated visually beyond any value to plot advancement or a simple good taste. Yeah. Hmm. That which makes your stomach lift and your eyes look away. So he describes the audience as like, puts a lot of people down. He's being a real jerk. And then he starts describing the... um, uh, Then he starts describing the, the scene. And he's it's like he's setting it up. Uh, Warner's at this has the flop sweat of a, uh, you know, um, you know he, he's, he's you can tell he's nervous because we we've all, we all know he's going to be deta- decapitated. That's his point. Right. We know he's going to be decapitated. We 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 kind of told it with the paper photo. So all this buildup is is the tension. Uh, see now we know he's going to be hit by glass. Quote. And because we're trained to drive instantly to the most morbid escalation of the death equation. We suspect he'll be decapitated, and that's the point to which the violence is at least tolerable, acceptable, required by the plot. So he's saying, just knowing that it's going to happen, we shouldn't have to see it. And and here's his description. Uh, it's going to take one moment, but you'll, you'll love this. Yes. Intercuts. The glass slicing through the air. David Warner's face registering terror as he sees it coming. His eyes startle, starting from his head, his mouth open in an animal scream of horror. The faces of the other actors distorted in gas, ghastly expectation of the impact. Glass. Warner. Screams. Close-ups on the glass slicing into Warner's neck. Blood spurts across the glass. The head rolls onto the glass. Glass and body carried backward to smash against the wall. Glass splintering. Okay, we think horrible. That's it. Oh, no, it's over. 
wrong and wrong. Now the head rolls down the glass, dra glass draining blood from dangling cords and emptying cardo car 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 carotid arteries. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> and no, that that head was 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 wasn't good enough that you could see. Uh, um, oh, like arteries and tendons. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, no. Carotid arteries. No. Blood smears on the glass in long, streamy streaks. Enough! The head bounces off the glass, hits the cobblestones, rolls. Enough! <laughs> Enough already! The head rolls into a corner. Enough! God, cut me a break here! The head comes to a stop as the camera comes in on a final spurting of blood, the face contorted in horror, the eyelids still flickering. And here, in, and here is the ultimate ghastliness of that moment. Close to Christmas of 1976, not on the screen in the theater, the audience was applauding wildly. They were, God help them, laughing. <laughs> now, ignoring his hypocrisy for a moment, I, I guarantee you the reason the audience was exploding with laughter and enjoyment is because it's such a horrible special effect. Oh, it's terrible. It does not look anything like even not because they slow motion it, too. He described so, it better than it actually happened. Exactly. Right. He had, he described the gore more distinctly and vividly than the actual special effect he's complaining about. Right. I un I like Harlan Ellison. I'm not one of these people who hate him, but the people that do hate him, I understand why. <laughs> he seems like uh, if he was alive today, he would have uh, jumped on the torture porn Honestly, bandwagon very easily. From what I've read so far, and I'm not, I am nowhere near a scholar on Harlan Ellison, so if anyone wants to correct me, don't even bother. But uh, from from I feel like he's one of those people that was an old man at twenty. Yeah, he was uh, the he was yeah. like the grumpy old man from Saturday Night Live. This is how it was, and we liked it. <laughs> but but again, I'm I'm currently reading uh, his selection of short stories. Um, oh, what is it? Uh, I actually have it up on my Kindle so I can tell you what it is. Uh, Approaching Oblivion. This collection of stories. Um, and the first the first story in it called Knox Alone. The brutality, both both verbal and physical, um, are insane. <laughs> disturbing. But he has a problem with the fake head rolling around a sheet of glass. Uh, yeah. I've never understood his criticisms of uh, of uh, violence in films. Uh, it's really it's just really something that he's he feels like he's he's able to do in literature, but should not be allowed visibly on the screen. There's no there's no reason for it. Uh, he's yeah. a jackass for that for that. I mean, think of it really. I mean, uh, how long has he been dead now? Twenty years? Fifteen? Forget he's dead. No, not twenty. Is it? Longer or, or sooner? Shorter, I think shorter. It's shorter, okay. right? Like maybe 15? But I, even I, so, I, these words are 45 years old, and we're still talking about it. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, we're going to. I mean, again, he's, he, he, he was a... He was a uh, um, what's the word? I'm losing my mind tonight. But he was a voluminous writer, and he, he, you know, he wrote a lot of stuff that became very popular and he was in with the bigwigs he was rubbing sho shoulders with rc clark and uh and uh asimov asimov all, the, all the big all the freak heads the big they the big all, ones yeah he'd get around with them and 
and he'd complain about how all these kids today. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So I mean, you got to take anything. And I think this is true of any author. Uh, you got to you got to take um, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. Definitely, uh, you know, you, you do. You're not. You don't have to agree with everything your your favorite author says. You don't have. You know, and you don't have to hate someone just because you disagree with something they do. And you know, and honestly, I I feel like I, I personally think that some of his fiction is uh, uh, simplistic and over over melodramatic. That's me. That's... I don't like sci-fi though, so I'm biased, <laughs> which means I can say it. Well, there you go. But yeah, I just I, I just thought it was a nice little uh, thing there. How the omen was corrupting. Oh, and he has this great part. Oh, what did I do with it? Yes, at the end, <laughs> he says. Uh, now, five years later, I see the twisted path stretching from that night of monstrous perception to an omnipresent mode in current movies. In the phrase credited to writer-interviewer Mick Garris, knife-kill movies. <laughs> He's talking about Halloween and well, yeah. Friday the okay. 13th and everything right. that so, came post this film. So I guess knife-kill movies really didn't catch on as well as slasher films did. Uh, no. <laughs> knife-kill movies. Yeah, he he lists them all. You want to you know, see how many we actually have uh, sure. reviewed on the show? Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Prom Night. Oh, yeah, he starts with it. How many have you seen? <laughs> uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Prom right. Night. Did we do Prom he Night? Knows you're alone. I don't think we did Prom Night. No. He Knows You're Alone. Didn't do that one. Don't Answer the Phone. Dress to Kill. When a Stranger Calls. Motel Hell. Ooh. Silent Scream, Blood Beach, My Bloody Valentine. We've done that. Friday the Thirteenth. We've done it. The Omen Two. Oh, he, he throws in the. Well, Omen wait a minute. Sequel. My. Come on. Oh, he does throw the Omen. Do we have we done My Bloody Valentine? Yeah. Or do we remake. do the remake? And we did both. We did both. I'm almost positive we did both. Yes. Now I think My Bloody Valentine was like way, way, way back in 2009 when we started this show. Don't make me bring out my spreadsheet. Bring it out, baby. Oh, you motherfucker. I'm thinking hang we on, didn't actually on. review My Bloody Valentine. I think we talked hang about on. it. Hang it was one on, of those please. briefly talked about, we watched it together type things. Auto sub, what the fuck? I, I don't know if that was a, a formal review. Hang on. I'm trying to muddy the waters here. <sighs> Not the original. Maybe the just the 3D remake. All right, hold on. Hold on. You can go. You go all the way to the beginning of your spreadsheet because that's where it would. Uh, no, I'm sorting by title, sir. Oh. I don't. Don't. Don't backseat drive my spreadsheet. Anymore. Hey, you can go by year. Um. It'll be quicker. I'm not getting either. I didn't think we did. I think we mentioned it. We I, have. We have. It, when we did the Halloween episode where we talked about, you know, like whatever it was, eight, ten different horror films. Uh, we just kind of very briefly talked about and reviewed films, and I believe that was one of them. All right. Well, I, I will have to say, though, my list is not complete because uh, we still have a backlog on episodes that need to be uploaded to iTunes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going on vacation next week. I, I, I'm going to do it tomorrow because I'm not going to be able to sleep if I don't. Good. Okay. Oh, by the way, how do you like some of the new? Uh, I love them. I think they're great. You, you see what I was doing with the reverse sex photos? I did. And I'm like, well, he's not doing what I do. So, But I gave him carte blanche. I was like, Scott, you have carte blanche because you're doing the work. Uh, you know what? There's a few of them where I was like, there's a really 
good scene that could have been used. I, I went a little bit with the uh, with the I, I restrained myself with the uh, ice pirates one. <laughs> you restrained yourself a lot, I think. My favorite is Roma. <laughs> so that's okay, but a naked man performing martial arts is not. Yeah, but I, I covered up his genitalia with your animated face. Yeah, I mean, I it's it was awesome. It was every time I saw it, I giggled. You can't fight the algorithm. I guess not. 2009 and 2010 remakes, episode 3. Uh, remakes for 2009 and 10. I, we must have mentioned it in that. Oh, you know what? 3D. Uh, well, I know we mentioned it like in the 3D episode, too. Because my buddy Valentine, uh, the remake was 3D. Yeah. But so. uh, I could have sworn. I, I could have sworn. No, we, the original. I'm I, I'm almost 100 percent positive we reviewed the original. When when, the, when you when, when you finish uploading those those uh, recent episodes, we'll know for sure. No, we won't. Yeah, well, we don't know now. Halloween special. It doesn't mention it there. When was that 3D one? I don't remember. Heaven's Gate. What did we call that one? Three ridiculous. You called it that. Well, I like that one. Now, now, so after after David Warner gets his head cut off, uh, or yeah, before actually before that, didn't his wife die before that? Uh, yeah, Warner. Warner yes, Warner his wife dies him. first. Then yeah. they, because then he talks about how he wants Damien to die too, and then they go finally go see the guy that the priest told him to go see all the way back in the first act. Mm-hmm. Now, when when the mother dies, he call, Gregory Peck calls her and says, uh, you "Get out of London immediately." And so she gets up, and then nanny, crazy nanny, shows up and pushes out of the hospital window. Yes. And then yeah. uh, that, yeah, another reason right. to then, have fired her immediately. And then, and then suddenly Gregory Peck decided, "Yeah, I can kill a kid." Yeah, I could do it. Yeah, I can do this. Sounds good. Yes. Yeah, so, so they go to see uh, what's his face. Damn it. Yes. Uh, what movie was he in? I forget. He was in a movie where he was sweating heavily, breathing hard, and I think that's he died of a heart attack. Uh, that actor. The hell's his name? It's uh. I'm not seeing him in the cast list. Oh no way! Pregnant silence. He's got to be. In like the, uh, not the uncredited. Oh, Carl Bugenhagen, no, Leo McKern. At, yeah, I'm looking at top cast. That's why that bullshit. Yeah, Leo McKern. Yeah, I recognized him. That's right. He film. was in Lady Hawk. He was in Lady Hawk, and he played Imperius. And when he was talking, and when he was like acting, he was just like, <sighs> like he just breathed. He was. Yeah. Let's see. What did he die from? It was... Hmm. It just says following a long illness. Interesting. Okay. It happens. It, it, hap it happens. <laughs> yeah, so what doesn't happen, though, is uh, Gregory Peck killing the kid. 
Uh, he tries that and gets shot by yeah. the by the police. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, he 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 raises the he raises the attention of the local police when he kills his nanny. Yeah. <laughs> which, which holy shit! I've never seen such a more long, dragged out fight sequence between a large man and a woman. <laughs> hey. I just okay. She had crazy that strength. fiery will in her. That crazy strength's okay, but then, and then I was just very disappointed that the, both of them had like a weapon in each hand, like a knife and a screwdriver, both trying to force at each other, and he gets both them into her, and neither of them were in her eyes. Right. I just was. There was a letdown. They don't have the budget for that. Uh, and they had enough budget to make a David Warner puppet. Y- yeah, but. But not a good one. You're no, right yeah. Right. So, and, and I think if they're going to go for that, it's going to, it's just, it's just going to be stabbing a dummy's head, and it's just going to look even worse than the decapitation. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, uh, so Gregory Peck drags a uh, little little uh, Damien to uh, what a sweet name for a kid. Yeah, you know. And, and uh, drags him up to uh, the altar in a church, and the cops uh, they they stop that and. So then his president friend says, hey, I'll adopt the kid because the Satanists knew that would happen. <laughs> they knew that. Money and power. Money and power. Just, but but here and here, but here's my point. You're telling me there's not one rich guy with power and that's not also evil enough to be a Satanist. Uh, okay, you, you're, yeah. You're, you can, you're telling me that there's not like a uh, there, there's not an equivalent of Jeff Bezos running around there who instead of wanting a rocket ship, like no, I really love to sell the sell the world to Satan. I mean, <laughs> I just want to see people suffer. That's just weird. Just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, it's 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 Rosemary's Baby all over again. Pretty much. Yeah, we got to con them into taking a kid. Just ask a rich person. Hey, this is this is the devil's son. You take him, and you're going to make a lot of money. Great, let's do it. Let's do that. Yum, yeah. Hi, young Damien. Oh, oh, that's a, oh, oh, nice dog. You know, it's just. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that nanny said she, she got rid of that dog. She brings this dog out of nowhere. And uh, he's like, uh, we don't need a dog. And she's like, yeah, but your son is in love with the dog. And he'll protect us when you're on your life. We don't need a dog. Get rid of the dog. Worst ambassador ever. I, yeah. I hate to see this guy doing his job. Ridiculous. No wonder there's so much evil running around the world. You got these guys like these running things. Like, oh no, yeah, that's that's a horrible dog, but the kid likes it. All right, <laughs> let me just stay as as emotionally detached as possible when I make this decision. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but beautifully shot. Beautifully. Beautifully. I really every scene was a joy. I mean, I I was taking some screenshots just for the camera angles. You'll see that, like the park sequence when he meets the priest, mm-hmm. and just like again the long and far shots, and just holds it. And just, it's just stunning. Uh, if, if 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 I could recommend this film for anything, it'd be just for watching how it's shot. I feel the same way about uh, like um. Which one? Other stuff. Other stuff. Yes, that's a good plan. As good far as plan. I'm going to commit to that. Good plan. Uh, and this has been remastered on Blu-ray. So, and, you know, for a film from 76, it, it looks pretty good, too. Yeah. See, when I went to watch it, I was like, oh, my copy's SD? Fuck <laughs> this noise. So, you know, a couple hours later, I've got a nice nice HD copy to take screenshots off. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So I think we're at the point where we can rate this film. 
Um, yeah, I mean, unlike Rosemary's Baby, there's no real um, subplot or theme. Like with Su- Rosemary's Baby, it was like uh, women in a man's world and lo- losing control in that way, the patriarchy. Right. Um, this film, the only message I get out of it is don't adopt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless you do your homework. Your child's dead. We could offer you this one. No, no, we'll try again. No, we're good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. So. So needle pulling thread. Yeah. On IMDb, it's it's currently rated a seven point five out of ten. Now, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's even it's even higher. I think it's like eighty three percent review. Uh, uh, critics and like eighty percent audience score. Yeah, all of all of it is too high. That's what that that IMD uh, Rotten Tomatoes is because they include anybody with like um with an uh, with an account. I know with a with a fan review site. That's yeah. So yeah, so it's it's critics and it's review sites. So Uh, that it's all bundled into one. Seven seven's a nice round number for this film. uh, I don't want to take off. I don't want to take off too much for the Satanist, but I don't want to add too much for the the cinematography. No, eight is too high. Anything under a se- uh, under a seven would probably not do the film justice. It's too well made. It's too well made. Almost like it or hate it. Uh, cinematography, like you mentioned, is fantastic. Music, I love when I watch a seventies film and the music is not soap opera TV show garbage. Mm-hmm. So I, I I I'm a fan of that. Just that alone. So yeah, I, I can go seven on this. I'm totally fine with a seven. I wouldn't feel right going going a six on this. I just wouldn't. I wish we could seven do decimals. I I really do wish we could do decimals with this stuff, but we can't. Seven it is. I'm okay with seven. Awesome. It's in in no never mind. Okay. Seven. So, so what's what's next on the agenda, good sir? So are we staying I, in seven, 1976? Of course we are. <laughs> and we're going big budget. We're, go- we're going big budget. Um, and it's a film I knew when we hit 76, we would absolutely be doing. Um, we're doing Hollywood. We're doing popcorn. We're doing popcorn film. We're doing big budget. We're doing remake. Oh, I already know. You, of course you know. Yeah. 19, 1976 was huge for this film. And... Uh, so what is it? Do you do you know it? King Kong. Of course, it's King Kong. Now I'll I'll say I'll say this much. Yes. I like this film a lot more than I did Peter Jackson's remake. <laughs> this is and why I'm going to say. Now I'm going on vacation next week, and what I try and do every year when I go on vacation is because we go on a family vacation, we rent the house, and we all hang out in the house for a week. I always try and get the house to watch the challenge with me uh the last challenge which was meet the feebles did not go over well at all not one bit we made it 10 minutes 10 or 15 minutes into the film and everyone's like what's the scene that made you turn it off uh i'll tell you with with doug and brian they both watched it and they turned it off the minute the the like the first scene was was when the walrus the walrus was, fucking, was the fucking the cat. They were like, "No, no, this is not for us." <laughs> <laughs> like, um, 
Yeah, I, I yeah. What scene did it? I gotta know. No, I, I believe it was right after the walrus cat scene. Uh, I just kind of got a few looks, and then right a few, like a couple of minutes after that, um, which is uh, all the stagehands are coming in, they're preparing for the show, and it was just like the fly comes, and it's just like, yeah, no, we're we're done. Film snobs, pure and simple. Did we make it? Did we make it to the scene where the fly was eating shit? No, that's like no, forty-five. That's like film. forty-five minutes, almost an hour in. No, that's that's third act. Yeah, yeah I'm watching that alone, <laughs> and I, and I think I'm watching that alone, and I'm like, man, I wish we made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> I just would have loved their just to know their reaction to it. Uh, no, it was when uh, what's his face arrived. Uh, he he's like new in town. What the fuck is his name? Oh, the hedgehog. Yes, he. He makes it in the town, and they're just like, what is this? What are we watching? I'm like, it's Meet the Feebles. It's like the Muppets on crack. And they're like, you know what? Uh, I'm out. So I think we ended up watching, uh, what did we put on instead? Oh, uh, the, uh, fuck, Luke Besson. He did, uh, he made that French comic into a movie. Uh, Something of the... Flux. No, it was. Uh, I'll look it up. But it was the last thing. District Nine. No, no. Um, oh, is it the Valerians? The Valerian. Yes, yeah, it was that, Valerian. I watched that whole film, and I still don't have any idea what I saw. <laughs> Valerian I like and the City of a Thousand Planets. When you watch a film like that, and you 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 don't recall any scenes whatsoever, any. Right. I mean. Any, I, 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 if you put a gun to my head right now, I, I could. The best I could get at would be say the male and female lead tended to bicker. <laughs> I don't remember anything. It, that's it. I, I, I love Luke Besson, but uh, sometimes some of his stuff just goes a little bit beyond where I'm willing to go. Well, yeah, we watched that instead, and uh, I believe they, they were, they were with you. It's like I don't know what the hell is happening. Just so Maybe much. You should have said, "See, we could have been watching Meet the Feebles." Well, I did say I could. I could put. We could put Meet the Feebles back. No, no, no. no. We'll, 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 we'll brave through this. <laughs> I think that was the general audience response to that movie too. A uh, Valerian or Meet the Feebles? Valerian. Valerian. Yeah, it was panned. I think it was panned. You know what? I saw Meet the Feebles in a theater. Did you really? Yep. Uh, I, I still have the flyer too. It was playing in the village in uh, New York when I was. Uh, going to school there wow and so it was like a one-time showing we, we i made it and i don't recall anybody walking out of that because <laughs> that was because you were the only one there no no there were a few people in the theater oh yeah now now um brain dead dead alive i saw that in the theater too in the city and two people got up and left during the whole um i kick ass for the lord scene oh why that's like i it's like well, you made it this far you didn't know what you're getting into? I No, when you take Jesus and the Lord in vain, I'm out. It's like, really? This is a Peter remember, Jackson film. The only, only other two films I remember people walking out on, Action Jackson, because uh, it was me. And You walked it, out of Action Jackson? Because I, I saw the ending first. We, we, we got in the theater, the ending was up, so we watched it, we watched the beginning. So technically I walked out of Jackson Jackson. Technically you walked out of it, but you yeah. walked out at the point... Uh, up to the point you had already seen. Oh yeah, yeah. And there was no oh, need yeah. to stick around to but, watch but the ending twice. I walked out. Yeah. 
But the only other film I remember people walking out of was the opening night for Natural Born Killers. Pussies. You know, and you look back on that now, it's like, oh, this is what people were pissed off about? Right. What the f- Really? Oh. I've only ever walked out of one movie, and it was because I was just bored. And I have since, to give the film a second shot, because... Which one? It was uh, Terrence Malick's uh, Thin Red Line. Oh, I don't like war films, so... Well, I mean, it came out in 98, and I just, I went to go see it alone, you know, and it's a three-hour film, which I have no problem with, but I'm watching, and I, I know Malick's stuff, you know, it's just, it's a lot of it is uh, slow and dry, and, you know, it, it gets there, but you gotta be patient. I just didn't have any patience that night. I was like, you know what? I just don't feel like watching this. I went alone. I had no one to go with. It was just one of those. I went to the Claridge uh, in Montclair, uh, and it just went alone. And about an hour and a half. Did you go with anybody else? Really? <laughs> about an hour and a half in, I was, I was just, I was done. I was just bored, and I was like, I, I just, I'm not feeling it. So I walked out. That's the only thing I've ever walked out of. Not because I didn't like it, just because I was bored. I do need to. I should rewatch it. And it's it's like every every other year at Cannes, some some idiot uh, like makes a big scene and walks out of a film because of a of a controversial scene so they can get attention. Well, of course, it's fucking well, who like, fuck walks out like of the, the woman. That was a big one. People. The woman and um, uh, the house of Jack built. The house of Jack built incident. Yeah, yeah, that's how I first heard of that film. Oh, actually, because people how, were walking out. Actually, that's how I first heard about both of those films. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what, what what are we talking here? Let's go. <laughs> tame in comparison to most of the shit we've seen uh, yeah again you know perspective that's the one thing yes as a as a film goer you have to have perspective you have to have to be able to handle the fact that you're not supposed to like everything you see you're not supposed to enjoy everything that's part of it it's no. not it's an experience it's not a it's not a fucking tickle no exactly yeah so that's why if, if time bandits had made it to broadcast television forget it tickle 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 they're gonna fuck it up hbo is like all right we can actually put real emotions in here and treat people like adults yeah i'm i'm pretty sure it's hbo because uh time bandits is a warner brothers property warner brothers made that film so Mm -hmm. i'm almost positive it's going to be for hbo max um i'm not 100 percent sure but i'm pretty sure and notice i didn't say i'm okay with it if terry gilliam's okay with it because i don't care if terry gilliam's okay with it (laughs) Every other I, film, I'm just like fuck that guy. I, I wouldn't say every other film for me, but I, I I feel like his his hits and misses have shown that uh, he works best when he has someone guiding him, like yeah, a producer that knows how to harness the energy but keep it contained. Right. You know, it's, um, like, it's like the Matrix movies all over again. Yeah, you know? like the last film he did was the he finally got to make his Don Quixote film. And I still haven't watched it. I have. I, I've seen some it. of it, and I, I didn't hate what I saw. So let's put it. I, I have never, I never finished it. It was just on cable while I was flipping through, and I was like, you know what? I want to watch this from the beginning. I don't want to watch like from the middle to the end. I just want to watch the whole thing. But I did watch about a half hour of it, and I didn't hate it. Doesn't mean I won't. It just means that what I saw was fine. At that time, yeah, uh, that, that's a, for me. That's an okay reaction to a film. So, ah, that's good. Yeah, right. exactly. I I don't need to piss myself every time I see a movie. <laughs> honestly, 
people, relax. <laughs> we want to wrap up? Uh, yeah, let's wrap up. I was actually okay. um, going to take a lo look at the man who killed Don Quixote. I was going to actually see what Gilliam has done recently, if he's done anything recently. I never saw Tideland, which I was told everybody in the world hated. Tideland? Was that... Uh, no, that's Tigerland. I'm thinking of a different one. I know Tideland. That's the one with... It's uh, it's uh, CGI heavy. The girl, little girl. The little girl. Fantasy world. Fantasy world. I did see some of that. Another film that I did watch that one. It's not bad, but it's not good either. It's like really somewhere in the middle. It's it's very ambitious. Oh, it feels I, I, very much like uh, the Peter Jackson film that he did, uh, Lovely Bones. It's, mm. It feels similar to that. So vapid and pointless. Kinda. Okay. I wasn't thrilled about it, but I also didn't hate it. Uh, the the only Terry Gilliam film that I really have only gave one shot and could not make it through was the Brothers Grimm. Uh, I did watch that. It wasn't just, just the accents. The two the two guys were I, no, no. I can't understand a fucking word you're saying. <laughs> I'm not putting subtitles on for this dumbass accent. Yeah. No, that was just, there's no need for it. There's no you're not we. If they're speaking English, no one's gonna call continuity on you. This is not that kind of fucking film. Yeah. Come on. So yeah, Brothers Grimm, not good. Tideland, eh. Then after that. <laughs> He directed the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, which oh, the, was Heath Ledger's last actual film. Yeah, never saw it. Same here. I never Can't saw it. It came out a year later after he died. Um, uh, by the way, that yeah. makes uh, that makes two films that I won't watch solely because of the accents of the actors. <laughs> that and Moonstruck. Oh, Moonstruck. Well, I mean, it's New York accent. I can't. I, Snap out of it. Oh, torture. Like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, but, I mean, Fargo goes there with accents. Different, but... different, different accent. It, it, well, yeah. There, there, there's, a, there's an accent, and then there's just talking in an annoying tone. I won't disagree. I do like, I, I do like Moonstruck, though. It's a personal for bias. For what it's worth. Like, yeah, I can't make it through the film because their, their accents just make me want to, like, punch the TV. I can't do it. <laughs> I uh, have my limits as a human. Then he did, uh, and you know, we'll end the show. Uh, and I haven't seen it. It's been eight fucking years. I remember seeing the trailer for this, and if really, I, time just goes way too fucking fast. It really okay. feels like I saw the trailer for this a couple of years ago. But uh, Zero Theorem. I just watched that recently. With, uh, what's his face? Um, the Nazi killer. The Jew, Jew, Jew hunter. Right. What the hell is his name? I forget. Anyway, I... I saw the trailer. I thought it looked very interesting. It kind of looked like maybe he was going back to form. Um, it's the actor's name is the, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz, yeah. I watched it during the uh, pandemic uh, shutdown. Yes. Not recommending it. No kidding. No. No. It's, it's an interesting entry into the Terry Gilliam film archives. Okay. But... But if it's one of those things where you understand what what he's doing and you get what he's doing, kinda, but you're still not with him. <laughs> okay. Just, it's just it's just a right. You know what it is? It's Brazil 
but but just but not Brazil enough. It almost feels like he's trying to re- rekindle that Brazil feel. Yeah, very I, much so. I think that's what anyone that enjoyed it critic-wise did because of Brazil. Yeah, it just didn't touch me. You wanted to touch you? I I would I would have liked to have been touched a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um it's got some good moments in it. I don't I think it's longer than it needs to be and and I I don't think it really uh satisfies at the end. Yeah. Um I I but it could just be me. And the I, last you know. thing he did was the man who killed Don Quixote in 2018. That's the last thing. Which I haven't seen directing and anyway. Be, and it's not because what's his face is the the lead actor. Oh, um Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah, it's uh Adam Kylo, Driver. Adam Driver, yeah. Adam Driver. Because originally it was supposed to be Johnny Depp when when they. Oh, I'm I'm sure it would it would have been. No, no, I'm saying it was supposed to be. The, the documentary shows him like doing some scenes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because they they were they were. How old is the documentary? Oh, there's a whole documentary. Uh, yeah, and and the whole it it just like they're out in the desert and nobody and like they scouted but they didn't scout like a long time period so they're out in the desert but there's all these planes flying overhead so they can't shoot any sound. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, again, middle of the desert, fucking flash flood just, like, just rips apart their equipment. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was just like the, the film. And then he, I forget the actor that they that he wanted for um, Don Quixote, but he was an older guy, and he had a bad back. And he kept telling him, uh, he's got a bad back. He really can't ride a horse. And he's like, no, I want him, and I, and I want him on the horse. I was like, dude. This is where a producer would get his, like, listen, Terry, he's not getting on the fucking horse. All right? <laughs> and I think that, that's exactly it. It's the same thing happened with um, um, Baron Munchausen. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Behind yeah. the scenes, just, just, just shitstorm after shitstorm. is because his producer was a, just a, a jackass. Uh, the, book is, the book on it is called Losing the Light. I highly recommend it. It's a great read it's for behind-the-scenes stuff, especially about how, how uh, the... No, I'm not going to get into it for further. But, uh, Especially what? Yeah. I'm intrigued now. I never read that. Oh, oh, there's there's one part where, where um, the, all, the uh, Uma Thurman was only like 16. Oh, about she, uh, all the, the, the Italian the, stagehands made a bet. The Italian who would... crew, let me just specify the Italian okay. crew members. Thank you. Were taking Shut bets the f- who, what the fuck? Come on. It, it's, it specifies. I'm just saying. It's I understand. Crew, but the Italian crew members were taking bets on who was going to deflower her. Right. And and they had to keep an eye on that. I, I, yeah. She was 16, and she does uh, almost full frontal. One breast is completely exposed. It's tasteful. It's tasteful. It's yeah, well, she plays Venus. So, yeah. you know, one hand uh-huh. is around one breast. The other one is exposed at 16, which is interesting. It's, it's art. It's very... It wasn't a sexual scene. It doesn't matter. Very artistic. Yeah. My wife... <laughs> all right let's go ahead and end this all right all right everybody again thank you for joining us for another episode of movie Sucktastic. this is episode 349 nice. so that means when we do king kong it's our 350th episode that's going to be fun we have nothing it's, it's planned fitting, and we're not going to it's a fitting um it's a fitting uh film for the 350th episode uh why because it's big. Oh, okay. Okay. Can I explain everything? I, I don't know. I thought you were going somewhere different with it. Anyway. No, no, no. I was being straightforward. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, download and listen to the show there. You can also go to iTunes. You can do the same thing there. You can go to facebook.com slash moviesucktastic and you can see what we're up to, anything that we post. Uh, you can also leave us email. You can send us email, themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can also download the app for your Android device. Go to MST, I'm sorry, moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk or you can download your favorite podcast player and just do a search for movie Sucktastic in it and the feed comes right up do you have any words of wisdom mr wilson this is all for you damien <laughs> it's all for you all right everybody we'll talk to you next time bye-bye bye, -bye. bye. Satanists. <laughs> Satanists. <laughs>